Welcome to the Elevating Funeral Service podcast. If you want to run a successful funeral home, cemetery, or pet cremation service, you don't have to be the one that has the lowest price. You do need to be the one that offers the most value, provides the best customer experience, and clearly communicates that in your marketing. On this weekly podcast, Ellery and Welton will show easy ways to demonstrate value to families and create differentiation that helps you stand out from the competition. Hey, everybody. On today's episode of Elevating Funeral Service Podcast, we're going to be talking about a SWOT analysis. Basically, what we're going to do is to get into what it is, why you should be doing it in your funeral home, and some of the things that you should look at kind of externally and internally. So, Welton, how are you doing today? Pretty awesome. Good. (laughs) As always, just enjoying. Absolutely. I can't believe that January is almost over. Scary. Yeah, it is. It is. And the reason I say that in the context of this episode is because uh, a week ago, we talked about things that funeral homeowners should be doing uh, in 2021. So, you know, it's a new year, do some new things, change things up, right? Set yourself up for success. And I can't believe that we're almost at the end of January already. And, you know, all of the things that I wanted to plan for, we're implementing, we're already seeing results for it. Uh, And so it makes me wish that I had done even more planning because we even have more results. So what this episode, what we're going to talk about is a SWOT analysis and um, we'll get into kind of what it is. But what I really want to do is I really want to talk about it more from a high level of a funeral home working on their business, not just in their business. Okay. And how this tool, uh, this simple tool that you can do with a piece of paper and a pen or a whiteboard, you can do it on your own or you can do it with friends or, or colleagues. Um, but it's a really important way for you to kind of ascertain what's going on in your business and around your business, and then how you can take that and, and kind of move forward and grow your business. So okay. why don't we just start? Well, why don't you just maybe explain what a SWOT analysis is sure. um, yeah. and then kind of what the acronym is and we'll go sure. from there. <laughs> right. So SWOT analysis is just a very simple, right, but useful framework for analyzing your firm's strength, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. So basically in layman terms, kind of help you build on, like really build on what you're doing well already. That's a strength part. And to address, right, what you're lacking, that's your weakness. And then to minimize risk, right? Those are, right, the threats, but really is to find, hey, what are some of these opportunities that you can take advantage of? So just, it's a fun exercise to go through. Um, you know, the way I've always looked at the SWOT analysis, Welton, mm-hmm. was, is, um, you know, in business, and, and we do it annually, mm-hmm. but if I were to start a business and I write a business plan, oh, yeah. business plan is another name for a SWOT analysis, right? right? Yeah. If you're going to an investor, uh, <laughs> if you're coming to a banker for money right. or whoever, <clears throat> they're going to say, okay, what's your business? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Who are your competitors? What are the threats? What are the external forces you can't control? Uh, all those things. So, so I, I like to, to um, I like to think of it like a business plan that you do annually. Exactly. I right? love yeah. yeah. So it's a business plan that you do annually. Um, so in the framework of a funeral home, you know, um, so I'm a funeral director you know, business is okay. I'm not really losing market share. I'm not really gaining market share. Uh, I sit down and I'm going to do a SWOT analysis. Um, What am I trying to do here? Like, what am I trying to find opportunities to grow? Am I trying to find areas to mitigate risk? I mean, we're probably trying to do all those things, right? All the above. 
But right. what would you say would be kind of the first step? So mm-hmm. if you know director's ready to do this, they get a piece of paper out, they just start listing out what they're strong at. Right. I will start definitely with the S, which are the strength. And you got to be celebrating what your strengths are. And very often you don't even know what your strengths are. Right. So for example, you know you have right one of the best customer service. Your funeral directors are all highly trained. Right, they are very engaged employees. Right, great reputation, bread. But really, it's to kind of go over and really celebrate, right? In the past twenty years, what you have built on. When we went through that exercise, right, uh, end of last year, it's like as a team, all the leadership team we gathered. After we all we all list out our own strength from each uh, point of view, and then we compared the answers. But it's like wow, like I really can cherish what we actually built in the last few years, which is amazing even just celebrate that. That's awesome. What are, what are some of the things other than like a staff or service um, do you think they would put in the S column? Right. So for example, um, it could be as simple as, right. They have on-site crematory. That's their strength. Right. right? Okay. And uh, it could be, Hey, they, they have like modern facility, large facility, they have great aftercare program, good backlog of pre-needs, right. great online reputation. Just right, really list out how right how you're different as well compared to your competitors. That's really is how are you different? Yeah, that was that was my point. So I'm thinking about it like, and I know how we do it internally, but from a funeral director or funeral homeowner's standpoint, yeah. I'm trying to think about it from the like if you said, okay, what are your strengths? If you flip that around and said, okay, if somebody said, tell us how you're better, yeah. right? Or tell us how you're different exactly. than the competitor down the street. Like that is right. what you would you would want to list, exactly. right? Like let's say right. that your that your location's on the busiest road in the area, right? That's a strength. Right. Um, right. um yeah, so that's great. That's that's great. And what you're looking for in there is you're looking for things like you said to build off of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're also looking for things that you can market. Right. Your right. unique selling proposition, right? Very often when we ask funeral directors, say, how are you different? They, 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 it hasn't been a while they even thought about how they're different. Right. But through this ex- exercise, at least you know how you are different. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a really, really good point. Okay. So let's move on to the W. So this, this <laughs> reminds me one time I was in a job interview when I was super young and the guy's like, tell me about your weakness. And I sat there and I couldn't think of a single one, Welton. <laughs> and I don't know if that made me narcissistic or overly optimistic, but I could not think of a single thing to say. And right. this, this is the column that you have to get brutally honest. Oh yeah. Super honest. About, right. You got to say, where do we fall off? Right. Uh, you're not being judged by anybody. This is internal, right? This is right. you and a piece of paper, you and your colleagues, but mm-hmm. where, where are we weak at? Right. Um, you know, and what are, what are some of the things that a funeral home, uh, my list that they're weak yeah. at. I think good thing here is if they do track numbers, I would definitely start looking at numbers. For example, right, you guys get so many X amount of phone calls to come in, but only X amount of those turn into right appointments, for example, or look at the averages, things like that. Is first of all, if there's any KPIs that you guys do track, hopefully you guys are <laughs> tracking some numbers it's a good time to look at these numbers and see where are rooms for improvement. And that's why I hate to call it weakness. It's not weakness. It's like, hey, what are some of these areas we can improve on? 
And looking at the metrics, numbers don't lie. Those are the easy, low-hanging fruit to start out with first. Yeah, that's good. Um, for those that are not familiar, KPI is key performance indicators. Basically, they're benchmarks where you want to be, where you think you need to be. Um, that kind of can get into some more planning that, you know, I mean, quite often a lot of funeral homes don't do because yeah. they're just busy, right? They're just mm -hmm. doing, running their business. So that goes back to what I said in the beginning that a SWOT analysis really is where you pause and take time to work on the business, you know, not in the business. And it's very difficult to do, right? I mean, right. even us, you know, we're going hundred miles an hour right now. Right. Uh, it's hard to stop and pause right. and, and, and really kind of think about it. So this is something that you probably don't want to do in between embalming. No. <laughs> right, calls. I think this is what you want to do. Like, you know, yeah. take a Saturday, yeah. you know, go to the lake, yeah. you know, sit there and think about this, you know, yeah. go, go, go right. you know, spend some time by yourself. For me, I think, I think some of the, the weaknesses, I think that um, a lot of phenomes could probably admit to like uh, they're weak on the phone. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like right. they, they're not real good answering the phone um, um, in the context of like winning cremation shoppers right? Mm -hmm. Like digging for more information, right. you know, as opposed to just being friendly right. on the phone for a death call and being transactional when somebody asks for a price, you're giving the price or hanging up, et cetera. Right. So I would, I would look at things on the, on the weakness column, like what are the things that, that are little, but make a big difference? Oh yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if you're weak in those areas, that's important to identify because those are easy wins. So those, if you can turn it around, right. those are small changes that have a big impact. Right. right. So let's say that you get, you know, marginally better answering the phone and mm -hmm. you pick up two more calls a month. That's 24 more calls a year. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I mean, oh, yeah. that, that, it matters, right? Like that mm -hmm. stuff really adds up. And, and the only way you really think about those things is by doing, um, you know, the SWOT analysis. OK, so um, you mentioned this before, so I'll just throw this out there that on the SWOT analysis, SWOT, the S and W, the strengths and weaknesses are internal. Those are right. things you can control, right? You can get better answering the phone, right? You can get better at marketing. You can get better at all that stuff there. Uh, and the O and the T are external. Those are things you can't control. Uh, one are the opportunities. Uh, and the second one is the threats. So let's go to the third column, right? Let's go to the O. What are some of the opportunities? Right. So for example, right? If you know um, catering is a big deal, right? That's how you could be different compared to your competitors. That's a opportunity for you to grow into, right? Pet cremation, right? If you know that you could be better in doing more celebration, life, life celebration, right? Those are opportunities for you to, to gain into. Um, I like that because, you know, when we, um, when we look at growing a business and, and, you know, I've read, you know, countless, countless business books. And the one thing I've always thought about, about growing a business, like if I was brought in to uh, join a company and mm -hmm. you know, turn the company around, mm -hmm. um, usually when that happens is you're going to start cutting expenses, right? You're going right. to trim the fat and yeah. then you're going to look for opportunities, yeah. right? Like where are the opportunities? The opportunities, obviously we need to grow our customer base, mm -hmm. right? But also what can we sell to our existing base? So right. with funeral homes, it might be, how can I add more value to each family, right? right. To increase my per funeral volume, my per case right. uh, uh, dollar amount, right? right. Um, you know, incre increase, um, you know, the ticket price, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. And then also like, where else can we get more exposure? Where else can we get more calls? So I love the idea of doing the pet cremation. Mm -hmm. You know, we had John McQueen on back in the, in the summer and, and uh, just a great guy, great brand. And he talked a lot about, you know, he had this 
wonderfully successful funeral home, right? And then he saw an opportunity to open up a direct cremation business to serve that into the market right. and open up a pet cremation to serve that into the market. Mm -hmm. And so he's able to scale horizontally, right? Mm -hmm. into, and then and then into different verticals. And so um, if, if you don't really sit down and think about that and intentionally try to identify, right. right, all the different ways that you can add revenue, either add more calls, right, mm -hmm. or add revenue to your, to your calls, right? And right. you can do this um, as simple as just, you know, having everybody in the, in the funeral home, get around the table one day, you know, right. everybody get a piece of paper, you know, and for the next five minutes, I want everyone right. just to not say a word, right. Mm -hmm. On every way you think we can bring in revenue to this funeral home, mm -hmm. right. you know, just those kind of sessions in there where you're just brainstorming, um, throwing ideas out there um, right. and then, and then let them filter out and see what, you know, what's there. So, right. yeah. Awesome. Okay. So then the threats, and this is uh, <laughs> really, you know, to me, I would look at this like risk, like what, oh, yeah. where am I vulnerable? Oh, yeah. um, like what can come in here um, and kind of eat my lunch? I wrote an article back in 2018 that got probably more engagement than anything I've ever posted online, but it talked about funeral homes and, and most businesses not really paying attention to what's coming. Yeah. Right. Like they're just looking at today, yeah. you know, they might be looking at tomorrow, but what they're not looking at, at you know, someone right there now um, is trying to take everything away from you. Right. <laughs> someone wants to be the ring, ring, ring marketing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is right? how do you put yourself out of business? That's exactly right. right. You know, so, yeah. so what are the threats? So let's, let's talk about that. Um, and this could be geographical and it could be, um, you know, financial, but let's say it's geographical and you're the only competitor in town. Uh, life is great, yeah. you know, um, but there's land around and someone can come put up a funeral home. And if, and if it's right. so good for you, yeah. believe me, someone else is looking at that oh, yeah. uh, as well. Um, right. So why don't you share well, what do you think yeah. some of the threats are that a funeral home would should pay attention to? Right. So definitely is your competitors, right? Your, your existing competitors and also potentially new competitors coming into the market. Could be discount brands that might be popping up, right? And you wanna make sure that you're monitoring these threats. So if you know they're coming into the market soon, then you better, right, get ready for it. Or, you know, this is a potential threat knowing in other markets that discount brands are going in and bet you this discount brand will come in. Do you now start to create one already so that way they don't even bother come in? Basically, you're putting a shield uh, so they don't even come in. Or it could be corporate owned funeral homes typically got a little bit more money. <laughs> so, right? So, just quite a bit of threats. And obviously, the other big threat is cremation rate is going up. That, that's really, there's, there's no way it's going to go down. And with cremation on the rise, that's just a, a broad industry mega trend, right? There's no way. That, right, even if you're enjoying 40% cremation rate in your local market right now, bet you it's going to go up. And that's something you cannot control. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like that. I like the idea. I think one, um, you know, the existential threat is cremation, right? That's just never going away. Um, um, you know, the, the discount competitors, when I look at a funeral home in a town of, you know, 50,000 people, there's two, three funeral homes, and there's not really a discount cremation. It's coming, 
You know, the cost to entry is so low. Uh, In some states, the licensing barrier is so low or non-existent, right? There's some states it's the wild, wild west. Um, You know, it doesn't take much to rent a 1500 square foot storefront. Right. I can buy Google AdWords and start siphoning off calls tonight. Easy. Right. Like it's really, really, you can be disrupted really quickly where 30 years ago uh, it was capital intensive to build a funeral home, to buy one, right. You had a rolling stock, you had to get a building, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot more to it. Jeez. I mean, somebody get a website, uh, throw Google AdWords up there, start siphoning off calls. And that family that's calling for a direct cremation, they see your ad, they get on your website. They don't care that you've not been there 80 years. Right. So that is a really big threat to that. Yeah. And I think about the threat column when we write out threats, I like to think about that, like, what would I do today if that threat materialized? Right. Right. Like, what would I do today if I looked out my window and mm-hmm. a direct cremation company opened up yeah. across that street? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, OK, you got to react. So, how would you do it? so if you know, if you know, and that scares the crap out of you. I like to try to mitigate that by having yeah. some kind of a plan. Yeah. For example, uh, as a tech company, you know, the idea of our servers failing and us losing data and all that stuff oh. scares me so bad mm-hmm. that we spend a lot of time with a disaster recovery plan. Like we yeah. know what happens if, you know, the crap hits the fan, you know, we know we're protected because we've got stuff uh, in right. place. Right. I would think that if it's a real threat, something like a discount cremation brand, mm-hmm. I would spend some time studying that market, yeah. right? I'd spend some time thinking, yeah. okay, is if, if, if it's appealing enough for someone else to come in here mm-hmm. and have just a moderate chance of success, then it's probably feasible for you to do it. Oh, yeah. And if no one else has done it, you probably should do it, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, and so I might think about that uh, threat um, mm-hmm. In, in the in the way I might think about like a business plan, you know, right. like okay, I mean, should we do this? Should we not do this? Let's have this conversation now, as opposed to being reactive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right. I mean, I, I can tell you stories of towns I've seen where you know there's been an incumbent, right, the the runaway winner, right. and somebody has come in that was scrappy, right. low overhead. They're not giving the cremation away, but they're just able to do it for less money, and they still remain profitable. Right. Uh, and then. Without really paying attention, a couple of years later, this this firm's doing 300 calls, you know, and the and the firm that wasn't really paying attention, the incumbent, is looking around saying, "What the crap just happened?" Yeah, you know, and then it's almost too late, right? So, um, yeah. when you think about when you do a SWOT analysis and you think about those threats and you identify that, mm-hmm. if you in, in and they're real, if you don't react, if you don't do anything about them now. And you really can't blame anybody but yourself later on down the road, right? Because you even you even had enough foresight to know, you know what I mean, uh, um, that it was coming. So I would think that um, cremation, obviously, um, discount brands coming into your area. Um, also, a huge threat that I don't think many many uh, funeral homes think about is your staff leaving. Yeah, that's right? right. Like I mean, if you're not, you know, talent is hard to find. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're not, if you're not, you know, making that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so if you're not taking care of your employees, they will leave. And that is a major threat. That's a huge threat. Yeah. They might be even exiting off the death care industry too. Cause it's like 24 seven job. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, without yeah. getting into the whole, you know, wage wars and all that thing, just yeah. think about that. If your best funeral director left right now, how hard right. would it be to replace her or him? Oh yeah. Right. I mean, you you probably will um, wish you could retroactively, 
you know, uh, do something different, you know, to maybe get them to stay. And obviously some is out of your control, right? But a lot of it is in our control. So, um, well, this has been fun, Well, And I think I love talking about this stuff because I love business and I love kind of getting into the weeds and I love being able to control a lot of things. And and I've always been able to control our business just by looking at numbers, knowing where we're at, spending the time. Uh, I'm a bit of a geek, so I like it. If you don't like it, you know, listen, get, get with another business mentor, you know, get with anybody, even I, I encourage you just to get with your staff yeah. and just sit around the table, yeah. uh, you know, buy lunch for them, sit on the table and say, okay, we have, we have a, a slow afternoon. We're going to do an exercise, right? Mm-hmm. It's called SWAT. You know, mm-hmm. I want us to all talk about, it. okay. So everybody tell us what our strengths are. And, it, and it's amazing how, uh, mm-hmm. how much people are willing to participate in mm-hmm. that, how much, and you know, they're going to feel better uh, because mm-hmm. they see you as the owner you know, working on the business, right? right? Which gives them security. So yeah, this really won't take a lot of time. Like an hour, you'll get a lot out of it. It's it's really in the beginning, it won't be a lot of time. Even just over lunchtime, shut down everything, just really just go through exercise. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you listening, I would love to know, uh, well, and I would both love to know if you have done these SWOT analysis, if you do it uh, annually or have you ever done it, uh, or which would be really fun is if you haven't done it and then you do it and then you let us know how it went. Right. I would love to actually invite you to come on the episode maybe. Well, yeah. maybe we can do a follow-up episode. If we can find one or two funeral homes that have mm-hmm. done it or right. that, that are doing it maybe after they listen to this episode uh, and then tell us how it goes. I'd be really interested to see how enlightened they are. Oh yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what would they find out that they are not thinking about kind of by going, by going through that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll, we'll wrap this one up. Um, we've got a couple uh, episodes coming up the next couple of weeks with some really cool topics. I think you mm-hmm. guys will find uh, a lot of value in that. Uh, as always, if you have found value in the podcast, uh, Welton and I would certainly appreciate it uh, and ask you if you would to go to Spotify or iTunes, wherever you listen and leave a review. Um, that helps us to kind of be, um, um, you know, to surface higher in the podcast, right? So more people will find out about us. Uh, and as always, uh, I'm Ellery at aftercare.com. That's Welton at ringringmarketing.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. That When we get emails or comments on social media about how people like the podcast or even suggestions, that that's really gratifying to me. So it makes it all worth it. So okay. cool. All right. So until next time, we appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.